0: propaganda. I'm Valerie Green.
1: And I'm Joy Mills.
0: And today we are bringing you all a very special episode, uh, trying to make it timely on um, the coronavirus pandemic. And um, we've been obviously keeping an eye on the news, the local news, what's directly impacting us and our city. So we um, graciously have Eddie Somm here with Jesse Rice, um, Eddie Sam of the Sam Restaurant Group, mm-hmm. and Jesse Rice, our past guest from Black Circle, one of our biggest supporters. Mm-hmm. We have a new interface coming, by the way, from Jesse, yes. <laughs> um, one of our sponsors. So um, we wanted to meet today and um, give these guys a platform to kind of talk about what's going on right now. Um, it's a really tumultuous time for business owners and really everybody laborers workers everyone in the restaurant beer bar event industry which is where these guys come from um so thank you guys so much for meeting up with us i know you're busy
2: yeah happy to be here absolutely happy to be here thank you for asking
0: um so we are at half leader Mm -hmm. eddie's um german
3: texas (laughs) texas american german catering hall every a lot of stuff
0: I love it Um, so yeah I wanted to kind of first talk um, to you Eddie and ask you had a a meeting yesterday can you kind Mm -hmm. of tell us about who gathered here and what you guys talked about yesterday
3: Um, it started a few days ago I'm a a kidney transplant recipient and so I was kind of at a weird uh, juxtaposition of being in a business that you're forced to stay open and uh, having a personal life where I'm kind of forced to stay home um, and and realizing pretty quickly that I felt kind of greasy being at work you know I felt like I was pushing an agenda I didn't really believe in and I was telling guests to be at a place that I didn't actually think anyone should be Uh, because we can talk about how clean restaurants are I think they are but that doesn't you know that doesn't really matter that much right now right it's uh it's about contact and how close you are so I I put something out that just said you know restaurateurs need to gather and we need to stop having the message that uh, come see us we need to start changing to here's why we're closing uh, and here's what you can do to help or here's how the city can help I think more importantly it's for a lot of the customers out there that the love is great and we really appreciate uh, people wanting to give gift cards and, and GoFundMe pages and that they should and you know I think the staffs deserve that uh, but as far as a restaurant tour is concerned, you can't pay my rent and all that stuff with a few gift cards and you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you should expect a, an exchange of goods and that's what we're here for. So what I really wanted to do was focus on other restaurants on what our messaging would be to hear what their problems were and to see if my father and myself could provide any assistance. Uh, And hopefully, just give a springboard for conversation where a lot of people are freaked out. We met a lot of people who were opening up restaurants for the first time. Uh, We met people who were, uh, uh, you know, six months into a restaurant, people who are 30 years in, but maybe undercapitalized right now. Uh, So we met all different types of people, and they all had similar uh, questions. And I think the main uh, boil down point was confusion. Everyone's confused, and, you know, how many plans do you really need? everyone's on plan like a a point z two three it's like you know there's no more plan b it's there's just so many options so it was good i mean a lot of people were there a lot of influential people were there which is great but a lot of new people were there who i think need to hear it the most that messaging is needs to be clear and togetherness needs to be clear because if not we're going to get overlooked by a lot of different um Uh, politicians and and legislation that is focused on a lot of things right now and a lot of times we're the first group to be overlooked.
0: Were there any like community leaders there last night?
3: Yeah uh, we had uh, Patrick Tam the head of the Indiana uh, Restaurant and Lodging Association and uh, Elise Schrock um, who's mostly been an acquaintance uh, but we've always uh, you know kind of remained in contact and she's been uh, she was really helpful last night and had some great points and Patrick answered a lot of questions uh, just from a law point of view where are we at what's coming up what's on the table and um, yeah they were the ones who really helped clear the air we had some Board of Health officials that were in um, that was for the most part the most helpful groups just kind of clearing the air on what we can and can't do um, so they were they were here really really helpful um, but other than that it was mostly restaurant owners yeah. Texas, Texas, America. Uh, but we did go over how much things are changing. You know, I think the main focus point last night was how far are we behind? Um, you know, is Italy three days away? Mm-hmm. You know, is China two weeks away? Mm-hmm. Are we looking at that? Um, and and I'll tell you this a lot I'd say 50% if not more of the room was under the influence that this is a one to two week problem and if we're being honest it's not it's it's a it's a three-month problem uh, probably at least Um, and then beyond that uh, I kept saying you know there's there's a few main points you need to stabilize um, you need to focus on reopening uh, and you need to voice a message of uh, uh, being essential uh, to the, the, the entire surroundings. So, you know, I, if, if 50% of the people think this is a one to, one to two week problem, to me that just screams leadership. It's lacking. Um, we could easily point to a person like, you know, Donald Trump. Uh, and and say that it probably is lacking. Uh, But you just can't politicize it. You gotta try to find a a timeline that we're on and and where are we gonna get to. Mm -hmm. And that's where the planning comes into play, no one knows. So um, yeah, some of it's enforceable by law, some of it's not. But I think if we can start to predict what path we're headed in, to me it's about being uh, uh, proactive and getting ahead of it so that when we do get there, we're ready to feed people, we're ready to uh, uh, help instead of being confused and asking for help. Because eventually people are gonna need food and and we have to be here to feed them. uh, And we have to be there on a non-money grab way. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's a way to actually serve and and, and help. So when we do get back to times of normalcy, people can actually realize, maybe for the first time in their lives, how important uh, local restaurants and businesses are to your everyday well-being, whether you see it or not. You know, I think it can translate into a lot of different people. You know, we discussed comedians and musicians. All that stuff matters. And whether you think of it as just entertainment or, you know, something you do sometimes, it's important to realize that that stuff is essential uh, and needs help.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine what you guys are going through right now just as far as, like, trying to formulate a plan or, like you said, pivot your business model. And Jesse has a, a very different but similar business model from the Somme Restaurant Group. What is uh, the kind of the current state of Black, uh, Black Circle right now?
2: Well, uh, we are scheduled to open our new place this Friday, so we were on, on track for that. So we've, we, have over the last month or so, have put probably $30,000 or more into this new spot, um, all just cash up front, and um, I've had extra people on staff. Um, I hired a full-time person to help me with that. You know and now this has come along so a lot of our you know i'm obviously i'm way smaller than eddie's operations um but the the things that impact eddie are impacting us just on a smaller scale right but um yeah so black circle uh we are lucky in the sense that we don't have food necessarily on that side but our business partner Lena ruse is going to feel these same things right so, and I would say a portion of our success, of course, is because we have food available and something that is, um, I guess, unique and certainly to that, that part of town. So, um, yeah, I mean, we are just taking it a day at a time. We're, we're looking at leadership like Eddie and folks that have been in it for a long time um, and making sure our people are taken care of. But to Eddie's uh, segue there and to your point, you know, our most of our business is coming after 8 p.m. During events, so um, we're also not just looking at how can we support our staff in this time and how can we pay our bills, but um, you know we were we were probably hosting 20 or so bands or acts per week, and all those people are not getting paid, right? So we have a, the regular Sunday show, we have the drag shows, we had, we're supposed to have trivia this week, um, and you think of like an event as a, like maybe a headlining band like Ju is supposed to be there Thursday. Well, they also had an opening band. Um, so that was going to be a stacked night of four or five hours of events. Um, of course, that's great revenue for our people, but it, it gets them, these people, paid for their hot side hustles too. So all that stuff is going away. Um, so I think we just have to start to uh, wrap our heads around the ripple effect that's going to happen here. Because, it, yeah, it starts with folks with their side hustle and their events and stuff, but of course it's going to affect us now we're not gonna be able to pay our rents on time so that's gonna affect the people that are the landlords and that will affect the banks so um, it just hasn't gotten to that point yet Um, so but I guess to answer your question how are we doing right now we're just trying to adapt um, to what we've got so we have a lot of beer on hand Um, we just we're lucky we just got a canning machine Um, so we're gonna start canning stuff and have it available um, and I believe uh, it's been articulated to me through other breweries that we were able to deliver that beer then too. So um, we will uh, continue to do that. But again, that is more for me just something that is keeping my people busy so they're not sitting around worrying about it. Selling, if I sold all the beer we have in cans, that wouldn't pay even half of our rent payment. So, And I still have to pay them for being on staff doing that. So this isn't, like Eddie said, this isn't a money grab. This is showing... The staff that they can still do something and and stay involved in the community and let people know um, that we're there and we're going to be there for them just like we had the whole time mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. so are you currently open for carry out right now
2: um, today we opened jess and philip are over there and we're just we posted a list of what we have for crawlers um, available and so um, yeah you can come and carry out just beer right now and then you can also of course carry out call ahead and order food from Elena Roos, and we're doing that right now from four to 8 p.m. You know, as things progress, we will make it so that we can do those deliveries as well. I think some people are still, you know, we're on day two kind of of the quarantine, depending how you look at it. So some of the staff is not necessarily comfortable with being out there in that, Um, and that's great. I I applaud them for making that decision. Um, Like Eddie said, this was something we had to do it's not just an optics thing. You know, he's a kidney transplant guy, right? So, and I was sitting down last week trying to write what I was going to say about the crisis and my priority in my, uh, what I was going to post was, oh, our people's health and the community's health. Well, if that's true and it's not just for money, then we should close right now. Um, And so, you know, I was kind of heading that way before Governor Holcomb came out and said we have to, but... Yeah,
0: I saw that post and I was like... Really hats off to you for well,
2: you know, everyone was going yeah. that route you know right. uh, and and um I was going to push it push the limit of that till Thursday um because we had stuff that was still going, and again, the reason being I didn't want to cancel on these people that you know the drag queens that's their only gig you know um so if people are if people were willing and and, and wanted to come out and do that didn't feel sick, I was going to let that happen, but against my better judgment, I suppose but um it was it's really it was a balancer for a little bit but I think we all know what we have to do now.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you have uh Eddie you have 19 establishments. So we were just wondering kind of what the current state is with that and kind of
3: how Yeah. I mean, not great.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I can
3: imagine. Uh you know, I deal with things in a a laughing manner and uh I had the staff who I think for the most part believes in us. Um but right now we're at about like 90% layoffs and uh um, you know, it's a hard conversation to have. I mean, I think that's the, you know, I say stabilize uh, because the best thing that we can do for all of our employees is to reopen um, and and make them aware that we're going to work as hard as we can to have a place that reopens and gives them a job that they liked before. Um, so, I mean, we'll, we'll be okay more than likely as far as uh, using some of the new tools that we can leverage that banks will offer um, and and try to get there but in the meantime I mean uh, I'm I'm looking into the logistics of me filing for unemployment because I'm definitely not going to take a salary I know that our entire management team has been told the same uh, and basically given to the end of this week servers are being given options of what pay might look like uh, to stay on hourly and the biggest pivot that we're making is to say which of our locations can actually pivot into a food marketplace type uh, location? How can we feed as many people as possible at a price that's at grocery level? Um, and it's hard to explain to people that, hey, you need to go down to $12 an hour, $10 an hour, no tips, uh, spread it out, um, get, get 35 hours, but stay above unemployment. Uh, you know, the amount of people i 've i 've had to talk to and let go that I see on Facebook or Instagram or whatever talk about being unemployed,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and in my mind thinking well you 're still employed in three months it 's just like you know how do you if i'm I try to put myself into their shoes and it 's like i wouldn 't believe that either if some bearded 33 year old dudes talking to me a 22 year old and mm-hmm. telling me that you're still employed it's like did I just become the man I don't know probably <laughs> um, Jeez. so you know that's hard but I think right now it's it's uh, trying to pivot to uh, doing as much good for the community as we can and um, proving that we are essential um, and not just for reasons of look how cool our restaurant is and I think we are in a better place than most because Ed and my father and I Uh, we're not very cool. So I'm wearing sweatpants right now that like don't fit very well. And my wife's mad at me for not shaving. I love it. Yeah. It's it's everyday wear and uh, (laughs) yeah. Hashtag the, the, the times finally fit my style. And, uh, yeah. (laughs) So, um, you know, we are set up in a way that we, we've always been known for feeding people. Um, yeah. So now it's just like, can we feed people, right? Uh, Whether it's the the drag queens of the world, the bands of the world, the, the, uh, you know, the nursing homes who come in on their large bus and take three hours to get in the door. It doesn't (laughs) matter. I mean, like, you got to feed them and we've always been really good at that. So Mm -hmm. can we keep being really good at that until it's time to ask for their their love and actually spending the real amount again, you know?
0: So you're kind of, what I kind of gathered from one of your social media posts is talking about like a commissary, like restructuring Mm -hmm. into... Almost like a neighborhood grocery store kind of Mm -hmm. situation or what do you think that looks like?
3: Uh, I'm just a big believer in that we have to be proactive and uh, that, you know, I talked about the one to two week thing. Well, that's got to go. But also the idea that like you can still like walk up to a customer with a check for them to sign and, you know, hand them something in their car. It's like, look, if you're really flattening the curve, if we're really limiting contact then that that's all outdated already it's outdated it was outdated a week ago but we're just now considering it outdated so how do i get to spanish italian chinese uh uh, you know some progressive or authoritarian governments how do i get to where they're at where they're actually seeing real results well you have to put them in place and so Mm -hmm. for us it's let's create a menu that has ready to feed uh uh, items like lasagna for four, roasted chicken over wild rice, shrimp scampi with, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, fresh preserved lemons and you know whatever. We're gonna have stuff that still tastes good and and we know that we can make and it, it'll be better than what you would probably make at home because let's face it, not a lot of people are very good cooks and that's okay. I think some people are great cooks and I think some people don't know how to boil water. So uh, there's a lot of different people out there who'll be like, you know, you're you're an idiot for saying that, but some people can't cook. So we'll still do that, but then. Hey, look, we make uh, our own bread. Well, that means we can sell flour. That means we can sell eggs. Uh, that means that we can you know, go out to our distributors and sell things like bottled water, soda, uh, bacon, you know, go down the list. I mean, you know, we, we can start to create a real commissary where instead of going out three or four times a week, even if it's considered safe or carry out or whatever, go out once a week uh, and do it locally if possible Uh, which is what we want you to do Um, do it locally and go out once a week so instead of going to the grocery store where you'll see prices go up where you're going to see very little government involved I don't remember we watched the the Trump speech but uh, Walmart was there Um, every Walmart distributor was there Uh, Target was there it's like those I mean (laughs) let's just be real they're going to make money and mm-hmm. that's okay. I mean, I'm not saying I, I disagree with that. I, I, I think I'm a Burger capitalist. Stock
0: already went up. So. Yeah, I'm a yeah. capitalist
3: at heart. But at the end of the day, uh, right now, we have distributors that aren't grocery store distributors. Cisco, U.S. Foods, Piazza. They make their money at restaurants. And they're ready to move products. Cisco had $18 million in inventory uh, on Saturday.
0: Wow. Oh, my gosh. Now,
3: zero of that, zero, will go to grocery stores. Same with U.S. foods, none. So what's gonna to happen to these grocery stores? How are they gonna feed everyone? You know, the answer is they're not. Uh, and even then, are you, are you good with getting in a line at a grocery store? I'm not. You know, are you good with grabbing that can on a grocery store sh- shelf? I'm not. You know, it's like, so I keep telling myself that and thinking we have to change. So coming up with a grocery like menu, a provisions menu and doing it in a way that encourages at least 10 feet of space, touchless, Curbside pickup. The guests will never touch anything that we have to receive, because uh, that ensures that healthy employees stay and healthy. As long as you know they just go home and not do something stupid afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the main focus right now: get people their groceries uh, here at our locations and uh, keep our employees safe and uh, uh, willing to fight the cause of no hunger. You know,
0: that's yeah. I think that's brilliant for you to start thinking mm-hmm. and putting those those ideas into process. Um, we talked a little bit about staff. Um, uh, Jesse, you, you don't have as many employees as Eddie, but what is your, (laughs) what is your messaging (laughs) been to your staff and what kind of reactions and concerns have you had?
2: You know, uh, I I think a lot of them don't know what's going to happen just like all of us, but, um, I've just asked them to stay calm and stay safe, and that I would take care of them in the in the short term, um, and we'll take it a month at a time and figure this out. So, um, like like you said, I only have I have 12 folks if you don't count the kitchen staff that kind of relies on our business. So, you know, maybe 20 people or so that kind of rely on us to be open. But again, um, you know, I mentioned before we started recording, I had a, a performer tell me, you know, I lost both my jobs. Now I'm not going to be able to eat. You know, so. Um, to Eddie's point, we have to we have to come up with some way so that we can feed everyone in the short mm-hmm. term. Those are those people are who we how we are able to be a business mm-hmm. um, is having those people come in and support us and work alongside of us. So,
3: well, one of the unique things about because it's easy to say oh, I don't have as many employees as Eddie, and, and that's not like a, making me sound like my job is more difficult. Like there's people that work for me who don't know me you know what I'm saying? Like their yeah. first time. How
0: many time, do you have in place? You have? Uh,
3: over 400. And so
0: wow.
3: the, the amount of people who don't know me or my father is pretty high. I mean, like now that's not to say we're not active. I'm pretty active in this, in, in my restaurants, but you know, there's people who meet me for the first time. I'm like, Oh, Hey, what's your name? And Oh, my name's Sally Sue John. And I'm like, all right. Hey, how long you so you're new? And she's no, I've worked here for like eight months. Like, Oh, cool. All right, cool. It's nice to meet you. You know, it's like, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for helping. But like, in his case, it's like, I mean, you know your employees so well. It's Family, like th- you know? that that conversation is so much different than what I have. And now some of them I have it with. Some is hard. You know, like I talk to my brewer and like I need my brewer to go on unemployment. Like that's basically impossible to ask. Uh, but you do it. I mean, like there's, it's like, look, man, if you want this thing to last, this is what we have no choice at this point. And we're really sorry. And if you go somewhere else, we completely get it. That sucks, but it, we get it. I mean, like you should, you owe us nothing right now. Um, but like to have a conversation with 20 people who are looking at you like, but you're also my friend, dude. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, man, I know. I get it. That's like ridiculous. I don't know even how you do it. It's so tough.
2: Well, we've, we haven't really deviated the path. It's it's not any different than what you do. You treat people well too. Mm-hmm. So, I, and I think if you do that, then people are more receptive to it. So, mm-hmm. you know, we've, I, I heard Eddie talking about what his hourly is, you know, and we we pay an hourly and. Have benefits and PTO time and we've always done that before this so I think those people are more willing to kind of work with me now I was working a day job so that we could do that it was almost like in a I don't want to for lack of a better term it's kind of an experiment to see if we could afford that and run a business um, you know I'm, I'm in business school too and um, I was I've been in banking for 11 years as a day job so that I could float that and uh, 2 weeks ago I interviewed with a different bank and I was like oh this is going to be awesome I'm going to move on to this other thing and it'll be it's going to open so many doors for Loom and Black Circle well my boss pissed me off the next day and I quit my job at Regions 2 weeks ago
0: oh so oh, man. Wow. perfect
2: timing on that right so that's, it's one of Eddie's laughable situations, like with the health department or something mm-hmm. like that. It's like, oh well, well, pile it on, you know, who cares at this point? It's, yeah,
3: it, problem, problem number 88, that used to be number one. Right. right? Mm-hmm. It honestly,
2: I still don't regret it because I didn't want to work there anymore, but um, it's just bad timing. And not that this could be good timing for anyone at any point, mm-hmm. but I think it helps me realize... Um, Ways that I could articulate to them how we need to budget and ration things out because I'm doing the exact same thing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe just on a lesser scale. So, um, yeah, it's it's that's kind of the messaging is like stay calm, let's stay busy. Um, I'll pay pay you what I can, um, but like Teddy's point, gift certificates. These we have such a great community around us. We've done killer uh, with selling those, and we hope people buy more. But that is unearned unearned income that we're going to have to still come up with after this thing so it's really just kicking the can down the road and giving them something to like you know come in and have some tiny bit of normalcy by maybe canning for us or something like
3: that
0: yeah i know i saw that you were able to pay your staff a stipend from some of the community people pitching in and buying gift cards and whatnot but um, gift cards are a liability, right? So mm-hmm. that has to come due at some point, and when when is that point? You know, um, but as as kind of like personally, leaders, you have so many people that are not to compound anything, but <laughs> staff that's relying on you. How are you guys kind of coping personally with, and especially you, Eddie, who's an Im- immunocompromised individual, from mm-hmm. what I can gather, um, being a transplant recipient. Um, how are you kind of holding up personally in all this?
3: Doing all right. I mean, you know, my, my dad always told me my best, uh, the best trait I have is that, like, I just don't really get stressed out, you know? I get loud. I'm pretty loud, and I, get, I can get angry, but, like, I don't really get stressed out. Um, I've always been pretty even-keeled. So, I'm, I mean, it's fine. You know, I think the, the main thing is, is for everyone in this industry is to realize this industry is very fucked very Mm -hmm. fucked. Uh, We have no money. We didn't have money before. We definitely don't have money now. Uh, And, you know, what I'm trying to focus on when I'm at home and with my wife is that, you know, I'm happy to be home and I'm happy to be uh, with her and and talking to loved ones because this isn't some wartime, you know, people are dying in the streets type thing. Uh, But, you know, what I want everyone to know is, you know, we need real real assistance. and I every night I'm thinking about like who do I need to like wake up to that call like who do I need to text in the morning to be like are you watching just today I got uh, a sales pitch from a network that will go unnamed because we've had a bunch of news networks here today looking at this marketplace we're doing which is great I'm happy they're doing it But I got a sales pitch today from a, a network saying hey for the first time ever we're offering month by month Uh, uh, marketing abilities with our network and I sent her an email back and I said uh, I laid off 95 percent of my staff in 48 hours is this a free offer and she replied oh I can't let it be free I'm sorry to hear that but it will really help your business and I emailed her back you know go fuck yourself and and it's like I couldn't give I do a lot of work with the symphony I do a lot of work with Megan Ott foundation and things that I love and I support or have affected my family and Stuff like that, and uh, I don't give cash to them. I say, look, I'll cook for four people, or we'll have a brewery tour, or I'll donate beer to your event because it's, you know, instead of spending a thousand, I can spend eighty dollars in beer or whatever. Um, You know, I do stuff like that because. In the end, I want it to help me. Like, people love my brand and they're gonna come spend money and it'll keep me afloat. So I can take a little dig. But, you know, hey, can you donate $100 to our charity? Like, nope, I don't have $100. Like, guaranteed I don't because of stuff like this or anything that can happen. Um, so, yeah, I mean, right now I'm just trying to figure out who needs to wake up and, and who needs to get on the train of tell people that don't give us your money. You don't need to give us your money. The government needs to realize that we're essential and that it's needed to be here and that real outlets are very, very, very much needed for the service sector as a whole. Hotels, uh, bands, you I mean bands are a service, events are a service, all that stuff, restaurants. We, we, we need real assistance. So instead of taking a uh, $100 out of your own pocket, get on the computer, get get a letter out, write it to your state legislator, your state representative, and tell them that the restaurants are essential. We need them to be bailed out. I can't, we can't do enough to help them. We need real assistance, not a bailout. We need assistance. I mean, Mm -hmm. we need help getting stabilized. Mm -hmm. Uh, You wanted to, we want to be stabilized. We can't get there. So I could speak on it for hours and hours and hours, but how am I doing at home? I'm all right. I'll always be all right. But, uh, you know, as far as who I need to wake up, it just... It stresses me out uh, more than anything else because I know that people like uh, Jesse are out there fighting the good fight, but it's at a zero gain. This is a zero-sum game. There is nothing to be made. Mm-hmm. There's no money or, or enough to spread it out. You know, we're, all, we're always going to lose uh, in this situation. So, you know, my wife knows that. My family knows that. You know, they're all very well aware that, like, this problem is all-encompassing. Um, but escaping from it, you know, you can do it a little while in your head, but we need a lot of people to, to be more stressed out about the fact that we need more than just their love and, and tweets. We need uh, action by the, the, the state legislature and the, the federal government. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and also, like, just coming to reality and not to, you know, fear monger, but this is going to have, it's a lot longer than a week or two weeks. Like you're, oh, yeah, you said, yeah. your people are
3: it's so talking long.
0: about at the meeting last night. China's
3: on day... 51, 51 oh or 52 gosh. quarantine full lockdown we're not even we haven't had day one
0: mm-hmm. yeah they're talking i mean i've heard talk like in nashville i have friends down there about curfews mm-hmm. um so i don't know where we are on that track but um i will say i think it's really brilliant how um you're getting creative and and thinking about this commissary idea and jesse i've seen you kind of have some interesting ideas as far as um kind of pivoting a few things with your your people and your events i think necessity um is the mother of invention as they say um but talking about the sunday show doing a virtual sunday show comedy show and doing a telethon where people can call in or i saw dustin one of your dustin Bolches, one of our former past guests um, talking about he would deliver uh beer to you as dead ed who is his uh horror show <laughs> character and i'm Think that's brilliant. I'm yeah. totally gonna do that. But well, we uh,
1: delivered to greenfield, <laughs>
0: uh-huh. probably, not. Okay, on bus. It was probably a per He's... mile charge. On <laughs> yeah. um, revisit Dustin's episode if you haven't heard it. But um, are you guys kind of wondering what kind of creativity are you seeing people kind of already start to put ideas together?
2: Yeah, I mean we work with creative people. Um, I without having said anything, um, I know that Kendra is gonna do drag bingo remotely tonight and just like just for fun. Um, just to keep again we do this every we've done this every Tuesday for two years so we're not gonna miss a Tuesday just because we can't be in front of each other we can do it remotely that's available so um, yeah I think it's it's important to have some breaks from this it's super surreal Uh, everyone's really worried about obviously finances but to Eddie's point none of us had any money anyway um, this is just gonna be a really long crunch with this but you know I, I think coming in from an outsider you know I, I have three businesses now um, one of them is the event thing event planning and and booking through stranger attractions um, but coming as an outsider to hospitality I, you know I think I thought places like Psalms were just making millions of dollars you know mm-hmm. well that's revenue you know but then what's left over when you pay for everything and pay 400 employees and things like that so as far as black circle like i wasn't i was i think i paid myself ten thousand dollars from that all year last year so i was taking maybe a couple hundred bucks a week if we had it so um and and then we would have something like the new soundboard that we need and then i'd pay for a four thousand dollar soundboard so you know it's that that wasn't i guess as far as affecting me and my wife and our our home like it's not affecting us, so we're trying to um, make sure that it affects our, our people as, as little as possible. I do expect that it will affect us long-term, uh, long-term meaning, I guess, in the next month or two. I was telling you before we logged on, I'm gonna, you know, we, our expenses on a monthly basis are, you know, I don't know in the thirty dollars to $40,000 range. Um, obviously, payroll's gonna go away but for the most part, but we still have beer, spoilable product, Um, potentially rent potentially utilities um, you know all that stuff and I've got two brick-and-mortar locations now so um, that's a lot to figure out Um, so you know that either doesn't get paid or it comes out of my pocket so um, I'm just trying not to think about that right now
3: really
1: So I guess my main question is um, for people listening and for me and Valerie, I know you mentioned writing into the state legislator. What can, what can we genuinely do to help or what can people do to help um, sustain your businesses in the long run?
3: Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I, we're trying to come up with ideas for that. Mm -hmm. Um, For us buy your groceries from us, you know, Um, I think the gift card, like I said, I think all that stuff's great. Um, But if we look at it from a a position of, like yesterday at our meeting with all the restaurateurs, the first point was closing. The second point was employee care. The third point was stabilizing. And the fourth point was reopening. Um, You know, all the customers need to take care of themselves. I mean, first and foremost, safety and spacing is first. Uh, So, I don't know, I think you should be on board with the idea that you don't need to give gift cards. But if a restaurant out there is working their ass off to, to make something that's great for you in your neighborhood, stay active and, and look for it. Uh, I'll tell you this, man. I've had to, I I had a kidney transplant, right? And I I stayed at home for four months and the amount of shit that you let slip when you stay at home for that long is (laughs) high. It's a lot of stuff. I I mean, like wife walking in being like, you haven't showered in like a week and a half, you (laughs) piece of shit. Let's go. And I'm like, I, it's been a week and a half, like, you know, like, you know, seriously, like in my head, I'm like, I don't even know what fucking day it is. My you know? dog like,
0: is going to hate me. He's going to be so annoyed yeah, at me. I, I just pet him all the time. Yeah,
3: so No, I mean, like <laughs> no eating way. breakfast in the morning, breakfast is at 2 p.m. Yeah. now, you know, like what time do I wake up? What, you know, when do I go to bed? <laughs> you throw off everything. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not here to be some life coach. Like, I'm, I by no means am, am ready to be that. Uh, but I do think all this love that you're harnessing, And that you're feeling there's like this thing where oh my god i i went to black circle every tuesday for drag queen bingo and now i can't anymore like don't forget that like harness it and 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 keep it and a gift card's nice for sure but honestly like you know reach out to like kendra on facebook and be like can i drop you 20 bucks you know because if you buy me a gift card if you buy a gift card for me i might be able to give a little bit away but hell, man, if there's 80 grand purchasing gift cards in the next week, like I can't give 80 grand away in, in three months. 80 yeah. grand's going to be spent like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have that type of cash on a daily basis. So I think the that's love that's point. being harnessed it harnessed is just got to be kept and, and, and ready to be unleashed And two months, three months, eight months. I don't know, but it, it needs to be harnessed and, and unleashed back into the local businesses.
2: For me it's mostly about supporting the staff and just keeping calm and some sense of normalcy so like as this thing goes along well you know the the rules are changing every day you know so we don't know what we're going to be doing next week so um, I would just say keep us like Eddie said keep us uh, your normal places in mind and look for what we're doing on social media to keep everyone involved. Um, for us, you know, we, we can't pivot to be in a grocery store, but um, we're very lucky we have Psalms around. I, I, I mean, I probably eat at a Psalms restaurant. I have like five or six times a week before this all happens. So.
3: I question your budgeting skills sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not the best. Um, but I but, think it goes to show, yeah. man. Like, there's just so many people who get their, their food from other places, just like there's like, so many people who get their events from you. I mean like can you imagine if you didn't live in that neighborhood and didn't go there I mean like you know it's it's stuff where you take it for granted um, but now it's time to kind of just realize that that stuff's gonna go away if you're if you're not ready to come back and support it wholeheartedly so in the interim we need assistance in the long run we need you to come back like roaring local support us let's go um, and know that we're, we're gonna do everything we can to support our staffs in the, in the community. You know, I don't think there's a single restaurant in town that's not, that's not there's not a restaurateur who's thinking about themselves right now, if I can put it that way. No questions were asked at that meeting we had about, well, what am I gonna do about my salary? Every question was, what about my employees? What about th- this person who we deliver food to every day? What about you know uh, uh, making, I mean, we had people being like, how are we gonna pay our landlords? Like we really wanna make, it's like, dude, you know, like that's what they're worried about. Like we're hospitable, we're kind. Most good restaurateurs, I'll, 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 I'll preface that with good, they're empathetic. Uh, you know, they're, they're thinking about other people and, and putting them their, themselves in other people's situation to kind of feel how and uh, 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 it's going to look in their place or how it's going to taste or all that stuff. Are they doing the right thing? So most of us are really worried about everyone else besides themselves. So I think trying, what, what can you do? Tell them to worry about themselves. Tell them to worry about, like, their own well-being for a little while. People who are more stressed than I am. Uh, that was the message I gave them, too, was like, look, you guys, we'll be all right. Psalms will be all right. But mom and pop down the street open three months. They might not be. So remind them, like, help them out. Reach out to them. Are they doing okay? I mean, you know, that, that's just as important as finances right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so wanna, we'll wrap this up because I know you guys are super busy and all over the place um where uh for just people in general in restaurant bar business um are there resources that we can direct people to right now that you're seeing out there or kind of up to the minute uh recent events that you've seen that people can sign up for or go to or get guidance on i don't
2: know you i don't know recent events i've seen um a Google Doc going around with every service industry person's Venmo or PayPal or QuickPay or whatever they may have on it. I'll see if I can find that. and I can post it on the Black Circle page. But that is, yeah, um, where $25 or $50 is going to make no difference at all to Eddie or I. That could you know, feed somebody for a day. So um, definitely... And you know, if you are like, I said we love the gift cards. We love any kind of sport we can. Definitely come to the area which is amazing.
0: Psalmicary. Yeah, is that what that's what we. Call it? We already have a
3: thing called area in our business, so we. It's called the Psalms Marketplace, but yeah, it is basically a psalmicary. Yeah, yeah. I love that.
2: <laughs> so yeah, uh, keep us keep us uh, in your routines when you can. But um, yeah, I think that's a great thing. Um, Bands as well—they're going to be coming and selling merch online. Um, I've seen a lot of bands doing like live feeds from their basement. Uh, maybe they're—you know—they got to keep their chops up and do their practices still, so maybe they'll do a live feed or something like that. Those guys—if you're listening to this—post your Venmos on those so that we can send you something. Um, yeah, sell your merch. That's—that's—that's um, that's, that's what I've seen so far.
3: I think the page that you're referring to, at least on Facebook, is uh, Indie Hospitality Recovery. I believe is what it is. Okay. And you know, there's a million Facebook groups, so we might have to type in something more specific. But it was Jeb Banner who did it, and uh, it is a great asset. Mm-hmm. Um, you might see your favorite bartender who you're used to dropping 80 bucks to once a week or once every two weeks. We'll drop them 80 bucks. You know, um, if you can afford it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, if you're at Salesforce sitting at home making. $130,000, you know, doing a little work on your couch. Uh, that's not to say that you're in fault here. You're not. But if you can afford to give 80 bucks to one of those bartenders, I mean, I can only imagine how much it would be appreciated. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could do it myself, to be honest. You know, I'm, I'm kind of questioning how good of a businessman I am right now that I can't. So, um, yeah, there's pages out there. I mean, I think you'll see more and more. The Indiana Restaurant and Lodging Association, uh, INRLA, is really helpful. Mm-hmm. And if you're in the industry, look at it. I've never, ever in my life, ever looked at it outside of permitting issues. Uh, and now I'm actually starting to read it, seeing news that's coming up, what we kind of had to be ready for, what, what help is available. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, USBG has some stuff, um, you know, and there's different things out there where. For
0: bartenders. You, for bartenders. Right there, yeah. and, and
3: really for any business that's been um, uh, hurt by this and mm-hmm. employees that have been hurt by this. So, I mean, look it up. It can't hurt. You know, I, the first day that we got the announcement of closure by my governor, uh, by our governor, the first thing I did was took out my general ledger uh, and every single person that I've paid or need to pay for the next three months got a phone call. <laughs> it was like, mm-hmm. talk to me about how I, I can get some help from you. Have you heard anyone who's helping? You know, it was, mm-hmm. it was just simply giving a bunch of phone calls and, and seeing what's going on. Because I'll tell you this, uh, I'm on the bottom of a lot of people's to-do list now. And, and so are you, so is everybody. You know, you got, you got bumped down. So make, wake them up, make sure they know that you, you're, you're hurting a little bit, you could use a little bit of, uh, of love. Um, I think that goes a long way right now. Um, so I, I encourage everyone in this industry to reach out uh, to the people that you're paying, to the people that uh, you owe a little bit of money to, uh, explain your situation, um, and, then, and then start taking action.
0: I think there's just a minor comfort in knowing that we're all in this together and it's we all have personal stories about how it's affecting us and um, putting our heads together. Everyone's got a lot of time on their hands now, Mm -hmm. so hopefully that'll breed some productivity. But, um, yeah, you guys are definitely looked looked up to in the community. So. Mm -hmm. We really appreciate you being here. It's eye-opening how kind of precar- precarious everyone's situation is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not been something any we've all had to really be faced with. So uh, maybe that'll start lo- bigger conversations about you know savings and you know what people need to do to take care of themselves in a insane, like you said, surreal kind of shitty movie that we're in right mm-hmm. now. So,
3: well, I think it's cool what you guys are doing informing people and. Uh, mobilizing to, to inform and, and, and get in front of people like Jesse and I and uh, it's cool it's good it's good to, to have information in front of people and be proactive because all of us were writing funny stupid stuff online a week ago and we're starting to realize that, that was the wrong side of history so
0: I have so many coronavirus memes that uh, like...
3: <laughs> I told I, I, I tweeted something about how the happy and I and I, I went bowling, so I, I said the happiest or the best decision I've made in years was buying my own bowling ball. Uh, you know, in COVID 19 hashtag. I sure. thought
2: about you this morning because I saw another meme that said Magic 8 Ball, am I stupid? And the guy looked at the next frame and it was a bowling ball. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs>
3: but yeah, th- but thank you for doing this in all sincerity. It really it really is good, and uh, you know I know Jesse's a smart guy. I consider myself proactive in this industry. You know we'll be okay, but I, I think. A lot of people out there are way more confused than we are and probably not as prepared. Uh, and they're not wrong. They're not, they're not stupid. They're just blindsided. And uh, so hopefully they listen in, tell some people, uh, wake up a little bit and, and start moving forward.
2: Well, and one more point, too, if you don't mind. Um, Melissa, one of Eddie's managers, posted the other day, um, you know, all these, everyone's at home. These are people in the service industry and the event industry that are used to being super social and out of their houses every single day. Now they're cooped up in their houses and potentially maybe quarantined in their houses. So make sure you're checking on your friends. Um, obviously, can't everyone can't just hang out or anything like that. But we have, you know, our school uh, in particular, I can't save my job anymore because I quit I'm like an idiot. But my school is all going to like Zoom and Microsoft Teams and, you know, people can FaceTime and things like that. So you know, check on people. Don't just call them. Maybe do a Facetime so it's more personal, and um, do whatever you can to check on and, and check on everybody. Make sure everybody's doing okay.
0: And talk with people. That's how ideas get bounced off of each other. And yeah. Yeah, don't, don't shut that's, down. You know, don't isolate yourself. Yeah, completely.
2: A lot of the things, the fires that I put out in the last week have been people sitting at home thinking about things and getting really worried. And it's like, you guys, yeah. everyone is going through this. You just have to calm down. As is is I guess callous as that seems. Like, just please calm down. It's gonna be okay. We just. It's not. It's not gonna help us to overreact to it. So mm-hmm. we just have to keep a steady hand. I as guess. much as
3: we're in an industry of like emotion, and like a, a, a service, and and people who can talk and be personable, we're also in an industry where people have really hard shells, mm-hmm. and they say they say they're all right all the time and they're okay and they'll deal with it because to them that's the best way to handle it. Um, I deal with it on customers on a daily basis. I'll take the stress from you if that helps you I'll absorb it and I'll be okay Mm -hmm. Uh, and again I think it's my best trait is I just don't let that stuff bother me but uh, a lot of people in this industry do let it bother them they just don't tell anyone about it Mm -hmm. so yeah I mean mental health at a time like this can't be any more Uh, stressed and 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 um, you know how can we act on it I don't know it's it's so much harder than it used to be Uh, and social media is not the answer that's an isolator just as it is so uh, phone calls and uh, uh, you know trying as as hard as you can to to talk and be in touch and communicate yep that's important too.
2: go to walk go walk your dog
3: Mm -hmm. just don't let them shit at half leader yeah that's true
0: (laughs) spend time with your dogs
1: yeah thank you guys so much we care about you guys a lot and about all the industries in town and we just want to make sure people know where to go to help help keep indianapolis
2: you guys have been a big part of that for the last several months so we appreciate you
0: thank you so much guys and we'll keep checking in and uh keep an eye on the social media see what you guys are up to and share whatever we can of what you're doing um but yeah we appreciate your time and we love you guys so i love you eddie i just met you so well here we are <laughs> i love what you're doing yeah, thanks and <laughs> <laughs> your and your ideas so we will uh continue with our series uh but for now make sure you guys keep an eye online and we'll point you just to some resources whether you are a, a patron or a, a staff member affected um but yeah everybody stay safe out there bye thanks. bye